type of shit happen every day All them a go on them hearts up a damn clear None of them have the guts to rise it and spread None of them have the guts to bust the escape I got dollars on my blogger Serve it to my blogger Yeah, that's my blogger To my blogger Pray the Lord on my shotter She be papa To the most high on both sides. I pray to God, I pray for hard, I won't lie. Motai, cause I'm dope tied. Convo and a boat ride. Renting cars for the whole month. Drop Porsche money, no cosign. Yeah, my records ain't got to sell, nigga. Ooh, go diamond off of my cell, nigga. Give a fuck what you sell. That chance come, I take mine. I ball hard, you bench ride. So fuck you and your baseline. No sound scan for a brick layer. Square nigga, you a brick hater. We see a bitch, you fall in love. I fall back, cause my bitch data. Where I'm from, we go crazy with them choppers. Selling dope, going diamond. Yo, 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 fact check, mic check, fact check, mic check. You ready, son? Yeah, I'm ready. Fact check podcast. Episode 13, Shaman Raw Skinny, a.k.a. Frankie Grimes. It's your boy, Fly Fazzarelli. This shit is brought to you by FCLG, First Class Lifestyle Group, and the MDMA Lifestyle Wave. We are now streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Player FM, TuneIn Radio, Podbean, Podomatic. Everywhere. And wherever else your funky ass get your podcast. <laughs> Every time I redo the list, we add a couple more names on that bitch. We are just Yo, right the now. sad part is outside of Apple, SoundCloud, and Spotify, I've n- I'm lying. What's the shit Drink Champs used to be on and Rap Radar used to be on? Um, tune in. Yeah. Yeah, tune in. I used to listen. That's that's the first. Pl- I'm lying. I mean, I said it was Tax. Nah, it was Drink Champs. Drink Champs. Like when I first heard to like when they first started with Two Chains and Nori. Two Chains. They did Two Chains. They did Currency. Mm-hmm. That was what really made me go listen to them because they did Currency. Are you them? Yeah. Oh, wow. Like Currency and Chains. It's a nice ring, yeah. Yeah, I got it from my pops, man. I be wanting to get some. We want to get some jewelry, but... So check this out, motherfuckers. We are back for another week. Um, yeah. Make sure you go to Spotify and Title and check out the Top 10 Playlist Volume 9. We will um, run that down for y'all at the end of the show like we always do. Uh, but first, I want to give a shout-out to all the people I couldn't give a shout-out to the past couple of weeks, and those are the cities and countries that have been bumping our shit the most. So as far as countries, that would be the United States, Canada, Australia... Ireland, Nigeria, Germany, Ukraine, United Kingdom, Chile, Philippines, still got the Russian Federation on that, Morocco, India, Kuwait, France, Finland, the Netherlands, Tanzania, uh, the United Arab Emirates, and and New Zealand, and you wonder wonder how they be finding out about shit, right? Uh, not to sound stereotypical, but shout out to Nigeria, man. Shout out to scammers. Yeah, yo, y'all getting it. The Yahoo boys, as they call them. <laughs> and as far as cities go, it would be uh, New York, New York, uh, hey. Mountain View, California, 
Perth, Australia, Dublin, Ireland, Austin, Texas, Brampton, Canada, Toronto, Canada, Baltimore, y'all are number eight. Let me get y'all closer to the top of that list, man. Dayton, Ohio, Hillside, New Jersey, Largos, Nigeria, Elkridge, Maryland, Baum, Florida, Brooklyn, New York, um, Clouston, Florida, pa Patterson, New Jersey, Akron, hey, Ohio, Chicago, Illinois, Santiago, Chile, and Louisville, Kentucky. Hey. <laughs> hey. So, shout out to y'all. Um, all the listeners, we do appreciate it. We ain't shit without y'all. So we definitely oh. appreciate the support. Um, we got a good show lined up for y'all this week. But um, how was your past week been, my neck? Same old work. And I got to actually, I actually started a beat on my new computer. Mm. So, I'm proud of that. Because I'm trying to get this EP done. Told niggas I give them one more if I can't make shit shake with this one. You gonna do other beaches though? I'm I, I be contemplating that because my last joint was only five tracks and I did all but one. Mm -hmm. But that was because somebody actually like sent that, like my man up in New York sent the beat for me specifically, like sent it through my man that I know him through was like, nah, fly, get us to fly. This is for him. Mm -hmm. Like I made this with him in mind. So I'm I'm. And I have a hard time rapping over my own beats as well, so mm. because it's like you know every little intricacy of the beat, mm -hmm. so you know where every little drop of the the hi hat, where the snare might fall out. You try to make that so shit I try extra to, hard. Right, I try to write and make it. I want you to hear every part. I want you to be like, damn, yo, that little part where the beat dropped, he went in for real quick, mm -hmm. like. And then I'd be sitting there for fucking two months trying to write a fucking verse. What do you think the most difficult thing about making a beat is? Taking a melody that's in your head mm -hmm. and actually getting that shit on the... Like, being able to play that shit out on the keyboard. Mm. You don't ever uh, record the melody? Like, with my voice? Yeah. Sometimes. Because, you know, I use FL and they actually have this shit in there where if I record the melody with my voice, mm -hmm. I can take that wave... And then I can click the button and it pulls up and tells me what every note will be. That's not even fair, yo. I, I tell niggas, yo, FL, like, even when I sample, even bro, fair, that's yo. how I, if I do a sample, I put a lot of 808s behind my samples and shit. Mm. That's how I figure out what key it is to play the 808s out in. That makes sense, yo. I knew it was a rap when them niggas started uh, putting the MIDI map on the keyboard keys and shit. So you could like hit G and it'll be a note. Yeah, but that, that's thing. always been FL. Yeah. But now I, they actually, the thing is, now niggas make the little covers for your keyboard. So you can put the cover over it and yeah, know what I've it is. Yeah, I've seen that shit. They make them for every soft. Whatever software you use, they make a fucking keyboard that shortcut That has all the thing. shortcuts and shit. Yeah. I don't need it. I, I know all the shortcuts to all this shit. That's the difference between the Mac trying to line all this shit on the Mac. Mm -hmm. Them shortcuts is ass. Shout out to PC, my old ass still out here getting it, man. We're going to kick this shit off with the fact check. We ain't done a fact check in a couple weeks, you feel me? But um, Fonzarelli had this pick, uh, Travis Scott and Kid Cudi. It's called The Scots. It's on volume eight of the playlist. So I'm I'm sitting back jamming in that motherfucker. This is a cool track, you feel me? I really don't like Cudi verse, but it is what it is. But then it gets trying to do trash too much. Yeah, too much. It gets to the end and the fucking beat just fl flip on some crazy shit, and you can tell by the keys it's a Mike Dean flip, right? So then I'm thinking like, yo, Mike Dean has got to be the most underrated 
or underappreciated person in the music industry. And a lot of people don't even know who the fuck Mike Dean is. So we are going to school y'all on some Mike Dean facts today. Are you ready for this rundown, son? Because this shit is going to be super extensive, y'all. There's a lot of shit on here. You feel me? You want the same shit I'm on? You on the Wikipedia joint? Yeah. Yeah. Because if you go to his discography, like his his regular discography, he's only put out one album that just came out this year. Like two weeks ago. And I actually (laughs) listened to it, and it's like, Yo, because you know he posts videos of him in the studio at night, mm-hmm. just playing on the synthesizers. Because he's got mad hardware. He's a hardware nigga. So, yeah. which I, that's one of the things I was like, yo, in this era for you to still be a hardware motherfucker, mm-hmm. it's just different to have that much hardware. But that's neither here nor there. But he posts those type of videos where he's just sitting there smoking, playing shit. So when I heard the album, I'm like, all right, that's what this was. A bunch of his. Yo, his career is crazy, yo. Um, all right, so George Dean. <laughs> why I say George Dean? <laughs> Mike George Dean. <laughs> Mike George Dean will be classified as a hip-hop record producer, audio engineer, and multi-instrumentalist. Multi-instrumentalist. Yeah, and he's from Angleton, Texas, all right? Now, here's where shit gets crazy. I knew Mike Dean was the man, but I didn't know he has always been the man. So he started by doing collaborations with numerous uh, Texan artists, including Selena. Um, yeah, that's Selena. Yeah. And he was also the musical director and producer for her projects. So that whole wave of Selena, because she, she had shit on a lot for a minute before she got um, killed, unfortunately. Rest in peace, Selena. Um, that was because of Mike Dean. Um, so... Then a couple years later, I believe he probably would have signed a production deal with Rap A Lot Records. That's what it looks like, right? Yeah. All right. So we're talking about Scarface, The Ghetto Boys, Do or Die, um, Dog Pound, Yuck Mouth, Loonies, Sibo, Nate Dog, Tech Nine, UGK, Zero, Devin the Dude, Outlaws, and Tupac. And this is early nineties, nigga. Yeah, I think so. Pac died what ninety six. This all yes. before ninety six. Yes. That's. 20, that's all before 24 years ago. So somebody that's 25 didn't live through none of that shit. That's crazy to me, yo. And Mike Dean had a whole career before some of these niggas was born. Now, this is what I didn't know. I didn't know he contributed to um, College Dropout and Late Registration. I didn't know him and Ye was together that early. Me neither. But I guess when you listen to Late Registration, Mm -hmm. yeah, because Ye was with was the it was yay and john bryan a lot on that mm-hmm. so but when you listen to a lot of it now going back you'd be like all right i can see where mike dean was in there because it was a lot of instrumentation who you that. say uh john bryan who the fuck is that john bryan is i forgot what john bryan i forgot what type of music he produces but mm-hmm. that that he was a big part in that okay so dean also contributed to basically all um, the multi-instrumentalists Singer, songwriter, yeah. record producer. Yeah, he fucks with a lot yeah, of multi-instrumentalists. <laughs> like, multi-instrumentalists, that's the word. He's like Mike day. Dean outside of rap, seems like. Okay. <laughs> so Mike Dean also worked on uh, Graduation, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Yeezus, The Life of Pablo, and that Yay bullshit. Um, he also co-produced uh, Watch the Throne. Um, he's also has production credits on the 2012 Good Music compilation, Cruel Summer. Mercy. Shit. Um, 
Yeah, you know that shit on Mercy was him. That um, probably Ye's part. Mm-hmm. That beat flip. Cause I want to say Mike Will did that. Hmm. I think Mike Will did Mercy. Look that up while we um running down. Was shit. it Mike? No. Who the fuck did Ye call somebody in there to help him with that? All right, so he was uh now after Kanye West, he kind of segues into Travis Scott, and with Trav, he um performs with him at his uh, live shows. Um, he's usually on his festival sets. Um, he's basically worked on every single one of Travis Scott's projects. Kanye and Lifted. I don't know who Lifted is, but okay. Yeah, I never heard of him. Um, he also worked with uh, Frank Ocean and Designer. And he just recently launched his own label in 2017. And that's what he's uh, pretty much focused on now. He's got this young dude. Let's get to the fun part. Discography. Let's go through this dis- discography. And I'm only going to do the notable joints. But we're going to run down this shit. From 1992, that's when he first starts getting credits, right? So, Bushwick Bill, Big Little Man, UGK, Too Hard to Swallow, Willie D, I'm Going Out Like a Soldier. Those probably would have been all Rap-A-Lot releases. Um, Nuts. Go to 94, he has credits on Scarface the Diary, which was fucking awesome. Uh, 96, he has credits on Do or Die, Picture This, that's one of my favorite joints. Um, he also worked on Ghetto Boys Resurrection. Shit. Uh, 97, he has Scarface the Untouchable. Uh, 98, Devin the Dude, the Dude. Also, Do or Die, Heads or Tails, and Yuck, Yuck Mouth. Mouth. Thugged out, you remember that Yuck Mouth? That shit was rocking. Uh, we get to 2000, he's on Outlaws, Ride With Us or Collide With Us, and Scarface, Last of a Dying Breed. Hold up, yo, 2001, the Oz soundtrack? Yeah, you remember from that? HBO? Yeah. Like... Yo, Mike, Mike Dean has been fucking everything. I had no idea. Uh, got the Dog, dog Pound, oh, Dillinger, oh. and Young Gotti. Another because that means, yo, at the end of the day, if you're doing Dog Pound shit, mm-hmm. that means another top-tier producer is looking at you. That's That's your show there. Because mm-hmm. Daz, I tell niggas, Daz is a top-tier producer. If niggas don't want to... A lot of niggas don't want to say his name. And, like, they don't mm-hmm. want... They talking all these producer battles... Nobody said Daz Dillinger nowhere because they know, <laughs> like, Daz Dillinger gonna smoke your ass, yeah, but for him to even call Mike Dean and it's like, and be in there with them, that's a... Well, funny you say that, because in 2002, he worked on Daz's joint, uh, This Is The Life I Lead, Another Devin The Dude, Just we're, Trying we're To West Live. West Coast of the 2000s. Yep. Uh, E-40, Grit and Grind, Hussein Fatal, uh, Scarface The Fix. And 2004, we got Zero, The Life of Joseph W. McKevy. This is the one I, that tripped me out when I saw it the other day. Mm. The Godfather Buried Alive album. You worked on that. It makes sense. Like, but Ye produced on that some too, so. Yeah. Like. Um, <coughs> 2005, we got Pimp C, Sweet James Jones Stories, another Zero joint. 2006, he works on Juvenile Reality Check. Pimp C, Pimpulation, it was, that, low-key. That was a good juvie, And another zero joint. I'm good. You know, I got to hold it down a little oh, bit. Um, 2007, he starts to work with Kanye, so that's graduation. He also does uh, Scarface Made. 2008, we got Kanye West, 808s and Heartbreak. 2009, got Mike Jones, The Voice, and UGK, UGK for Life, which is a fucking classic double disc. Rest in peace, Pimp C. 
2010, you get the Kanye, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Kid Cudi, Man on the Moon 2, and Zero Heroin. Um, 2011, Watch the Throne. 2012 is the Good Music Compilation. 2013, he works on Beyonce. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also has Jay Z, Magna Carta, Kanye West, Yeezus, and Travis Scott, Al Faro. Two thousand fourteen, Travis Scott, Days Before Rodeo. Uh, apparently, he has a song with Freddie Gibbs on the Grand Theft Auto Five soundtrack, which I did not know. Two thousand fifteen, Madonna, Rebel Heart, uh, Travis Scott, Rodeo, The Weekend, Where You Belong, and Freddie Gibbs, Shadow of a Doubt. 2016, Beyonce, Lemonade, Kanye, Life of Pablo, Designer, New English, Frank Ocean, Endless, Frank Ocean, Blonde, Travis Scott, Birds in the Trap, Sing McKnight, Todd Dolla Sign, Campaign, Two Chains, Hibachi for Lunch, Kid Cudi, Passion Pain, and Go Demon Slaying. Uh, what's that joint? Gucci first came home. Good drink. With who? It's Two Chains. Chains. Uh, Gucci and Quavo, good drink. Big Nines, good drugs. I put a phone on the rocks. I got to go back on that. Like at the end, uh, and like that's like that's one of the first joints where like two chains even go down. Mike, then you went crazy on this joint. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that was the thing that made me want to hit because I was like, Mike Dean produced it. Yeah. Like everything, he's got a couple joints that he's done for chains. Yeah. Everything they do together is crazy. Bye. So, all right, so 2017, two chains, pretty girls like trap music. Vic Mensa, uh, Vic Mensa, the autobiography. Todd Dollar Sign, Beach House 3, Trippy Red, Dark Knight, Dumbo. Where the he fuck did, did that? that come from? <laughs> Whoa, hold up. <laughs> uh, Travis Scott and Quavo, Honcho Jack Honcho. Um, 2018, we got Migos, Culture 2, Designer, LOD, Pusha T, Daytona, Kanye West, Yay. Uh, Kissy Ghost, uh, Christina Aguilera, Nas, Nas um, Beyonce and Jay Z, Tiana Taylor, Travis Scott, Astro World, 2019, Two Chains Rap would go to the league, another Madonna, uh, Maxo, Maxo Cream, uh, Kanye West, Jesus is King, Smoke Perp, uh, Sunday Service Choir. I guess that'd be Kanye, uh, right? Jack Boys. Jack Boys. And uh, 2020 Shit. so far, he has Selena Gomez. <laughs> 070 Shake, the new gorillas, Don Tolliver, and his motherfucking self, yo. yo give my man some props. Put some respect on his name. Awards Fuck. and nominations. He has a Grammy in 2006 for Best late. Rap Album on Late Registration. And 08 for, 08 graduation. for graduation. Good Life, Best Rap Song. Best uh, Rap Album for Duck, Twisted Fantasy. Niggas in Paris. Mm. Shit. He's been nominated. He's been Grammy nominated consistently since 05. Since 05, yeah. Damn, that's when Ye Ye used him on College Dropout on that engineering shit. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. So, at the end of the day, put some motherfucking respect on Mike Dean's name. God damn it. And I don't know, yo, how, how big of a putt he was at finding Travis. Because there's videos of like Travis and some of Travis's early performances. I know Mike Dean posted one, I want to say around the time Astro World came out, mm -hmm. where Travis is performing at like some little shit, like some little side stage somewhere, and there's really like 15 people out there watching him. But Mike Dean was still his DJ for that set. Okay. So it's kind of like. Oh, you, shit, for real? You feel what I'm I saying? I know what you're talking about, too. Like, I was like, did you kind of like discover him in somewhat? Because I, I remember Mike. 
when Travis first came out, it was a grind hustle thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, then he started fucking with Ye, and niggas was like, how is he on both? But he was never technically signed to good as an artist. He was just like a producer. So, but I don't know how big Mike Dean was in that, but he's been there for that whole ride. You know what I think of me tight? Fucking uh, Mike Dean and Griselda, yo. Ooh. And I could see that just because from all of the, the old ghetto boys. Mm-hmm. And you know, like Mike, and like I said, and the thing is, it wouldn't have to be no sample. with some shit like that. Because be he, he, he plays. Yeah. So a lot of that ghetto boy shit and stuff, he was playing like them guitars and all of that. Right. You think Mike D? No, that's a sample. That's sure. a sample, but like, that's one of the things Scarface was saying. He was like, yo, a lot of the shit y'all think can be samples or some shit like that. That white boy plays. Hell yeah. So. That's what's up. So speaking of Griselda, y'all. Um, we got this debate going on. Which Griselda member has the best solo catalog, yo? Now, you said you going with Westside Gun, right? Yeah, but like I said, there's arguments that could be made on all three of them because it's, it's three we, different styles. Are we co- counting collaboration tapes? Ooh. You talking about that Smoke Desert? Yeah, like all them joints. Yeah, I guess you could... Like, I put that in... Benny's catalog because he was smoking that shit alright West Side Gun if you count his albums and his mixtapes has all the Hitlers and he's up to seven alright eight if you count Hitler on steroids fucking um he's got the Hall and Nash joint and the Griselda Ghost with Conway right and then he's got Fly God, Supreme Blind Tell, Fly God is an Awesome God, and Pray for Paris. That's pretty strong, you know? Real strong. And I, I guess I just give it to him because he is so deep and he kind of set the landscape for the biggest as far as the sound and all of that goes. So if you go Conway, he's got Devil's Reject, Reject 2, Reject on Steroids, Goat on uh, the black tape. Everybody is food. Everybody is food two. Everybody is food three. Look what I became and um Lulu. And then you could also count the um Holland Nash and Griselda Coast yeah. on his joints too. Apparently he has a joint with Prodigy called Hell Still on Earth. I didn't know about that shit. I do know I just remember saying like that was probably how they linked up. Prodigy was a big fan of his. Then he's got two Green Lanterns, um, Reject on Steroids and More Steroids. Now, Benny has hella shit. And this is what's confusing to me. Benny has the earliest credits. Benny's credits start in 2004. That's a year before. Because... That West Side tape that just came out recently, the, the first just his first project that came out in like '05, I think he said that so, was when that was done. So Benny's got Tanda Talk One, Best of the Underworld. Um, I'm not gonna count Benny versus Lil Wayne. Uh, he's got an American D Boy series. That's four of them. The Mayor's Back, Tanda Talk Two, um, Benny hey, where Montana. Where you even find them shits? I know, right? I've been uh, married to the mixtape, The White House, Best Ever. Black Soprano family, one-on-one, my first break, and a friend of ours. What I don't understand is why they don't have Tanner Talk 3. Uh, plugs I met. 
Then you can count the shit with Green Lantern, Butcher on steroids. Then he's got one with 38 Special, Stabbed and Shot, and uh, Smoke Desert, Statue of Limitations. Like, who's... Is 38 Special Betty's artist? No, 38 Special is, if I'm not mistaken... Because I be wanting to hear a lot of Special, but I don't be hearing them as much as I want to. Who's that joint on plugs I met? Sunday School? Who's Cool G Rap Son? Huh? It's not 38 Special? Is he? That's nuts. Justin Harrell. Nah. His son is... Wow. Cool G Raps got a son with Superhead. Yeah, you ain't know. No. Yo, who the fuck is his son, yo? Cool G Rap? Yes. That's gonna bug me to figure it's, that this shit out. Right here, this the what I found. Nine Wilson. He only twenty two. That's another one. Cause special producers and all of that shit. Oh, alright, that's why alright, I gotta confuse. I gotta confuse. I thought that because they have a tape together called Son of G Rap. <laughs> Alright, so that makes sense. Okay, alright, so back to this Griselda shit, right? Yeah. You going West Side Gun. I'm going yeah. Conway, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because starting in be the problem with this shit. I need to put this shit out, but Yo Yeah, yo, he's got the best tapes, yo. Especially if you go from 2018 on. Because the black tape is phenomenal. All the Everybody's Foods is good. Look what I became. I was kind of on the fence about. And then Lulu is good enough for me right now. And then if you if you put up the ones he has with Westside, he's obviously going to have the better verses on them joints. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, bro, I'm going with Conway. Yeah. A couple of niggas said that. Benny. I think my man, uh, nah, my man Caution said uh, Fly God. I think Carlito Free said Fly God. Um, I think my nigga Drag said Benny. That was kind of out of left field. I was like, thing about it is like you, you could always say Benny because I, I like to say he's the best rapper out of that crew. Mm. He's the rap of rap, like. You you can tell all of them rap, but you like oh, you've been this would this been what you've been wanting to do. Mm-hmm. You've been waiting to, to show niggas like y'all can't fuck with me when it, and the one thing they always say about Benny is Benny get on songs with motherfuckers that the average rapper ain't trying to get on a song with. For real, like yeah, he do have the he most got black he thought does. on the the first joint. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Open up the and it wasn't like it wasn't like thought cooked the meal, so like Yo, Freddie Gibbs be doing that shit too. As long as you got flex your muscle, you know. I think Freddie Gibbs is uh super underrated, yo. Oh yeah, always been. Um Remember they did the freshman mixtape? Like that was when Double XL did the mixtape with the freshman cover. And 
that was when I was like, yo, this nigga Gibbs is nasty. I don't remember that shit. They had a tape, DJ Drama hosted it. DJ Drama, Drama, Drama. So what's up with your man, uh, Fabio and uh, French Montana? Yo, yeah. I don't even know how I completely missed this. Like, I don't know, like... It seemed like niggas just poking at French recently, but... Maybe some shit came out that we don't know about. Or everybody know your bitch French, now. I... So apparently, Fabio took issue with uh, French Montana signing some artist named Mr. Swipey, I believe it is. And, um... He calls him out for using the sound and all of that. Yeah, he says, quote, French Montana wildin', nigga. Um, he gonna have Swipey dancing and spinning in every video like he's some type of backup dancer. Uh, you ain't about to be using drill beats and having niggas spinning. <laughs> Put that nigga on a song or something like that. <clears throat> Unquote. Yeah, I'm reading that shit now. So, I guess he's taking issue with um, maybe French is gonna start doing uh, drill now. Here's my See, thing, though, Favi. How are you gonna knock somebody for... Like wave riding something, and your wave riding. I'm gonna tell you why. Because with the New York, with the New York, so with this New York drill <laughs> shit, everybody, all the mainstream artists so far mm-hmm. that have done a song in that lane mm-hmm. have all reached out. Like Tory has one with Fabio. Love that shit. The K Lo K shit. Like, what do you mean reached out? But they all go. They all. In some shape, form, or fashion, mm-hmm. get one of those artists to do the song with them. What one of the UK niggas? No, I'm talking about one of. The, I'm talking about with this New York shit. Oh, like if, that, a, if, so a major, like, okay, like, if a major, okay, if a major artist, even Drake, Drake's first joint didn't, but at the same time, he went right back and got Fabio for a joint. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, but how were you? How were you knocking French for jumping on the shit, and you jumped on the shit from the UK? And really, that's the thing. French could be like, "Yo, I heard this shit over there." <laughs> Like and I liked it and yeah. I fuck with niggas over there, so that's why I did it. He could and he could use that excuse. So it's like, but like you said, you can't be mad at a nigga. At the end of the day, if I create, if I make a sound popular here or where I'm at, even if I got it from over there, mm. if I popularize it here and niggas start doing it, I can't be mad at them. It's like, especially if niggas know I'm one of the originators of that sound in this area. So it's like it's it's almost like an insecurity thing, sound like to me. What was five of your first week numbers, man? Like, ooh, interesting. You feel what I'm saying? That's what that sounds like. Something sounds like yo, you mad because French dropped that shit like around the time your album came out. Maybe your album ain't do what it was supposed to. And I like Fivey, but it's like, stay out the way, man. Like, it's not what it's about right now in the game. Alright, obviously it ain't do too good because I don't see no records for it. And it's classified as a tape, so you know they probably gonna finagle that shit. They doing whatever with it. That's cool. Uh, and French Montana, you're a whore right now, anyway. Um, you was popping mad shit with Young Thug. You did it that shit. You did it the shit with um, who else was it? Um, Jim. Yeah, Jim Jones. <coughs> well, he even said he said again on the uh, when I was looking at the Everyday Struggle joint, he was like, "Yo, if Max didn't give me the okay to do that, yo, he was like that shit wouldn't. Uh, he was like." I could totally see he that. He even said that. He was like, as he said it from the beginning, he was like, yo, Max, Max told me it was time, like, to did that shit. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and even when he he brought it up again on the joint, he was like, oh, yo, if Max didn't tell me, like, nah, yo, there's, there's something that need to be done. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like that's, that's one of the, that's why Max got on there, like, even about 
when he heard all the shit with Thug, he was like, yo, that's not what niggas supposed to be doing right now. Yeah. He like, yo, like, not with all this bullshit going on. He like, niggas supposed to be coming together and, and see the bigger picture at the end of the day. Free Max B, man. Yeah, free, so, and free um, the wave. I seen he stopped giving me these phony ass. He coming home, man. I'm waiting for it, man. Yo, it's been like that for like eight years. Every time he gets locked up, it's it's just like this. You know what I'm saying? Until he come home. He always comes home, man. Just got to be patient. Shit, Max been down this time since what? Yeah, uh, at least 10, yeah. But he says it on the song. They gave me 75, got it down to a 20, then got it down to a dozen. Nigga, you good with the money. <laughs> so he be out next year, yeah, the next yeah. one. <laughs> um, so I seen an Instagram clip of this interview with the baby. And uh, basically, they were saying... Um, that Breakfast Club shit. I, I think so. But they were saying, he don't change his flow. Yeah, he don't change the flow. <laughs> but he said he don't want to change the flow because it's working for him right now, whatever, whatever. I was like, that's cool. But um, I think he... That's not his original flow. Like, he got that flow from Trouble. I've heard Trouble use that flow first. Have though. you seen his Funk Flex freestyle? Who? The, uh, baby. the baby? No. Right. That... That's the only reason I give him his like. Remember, I was just saying it takes a, it could take it takes a good rapper to come up with some of these goofy ass, catchy ass joints. Mm -hmm. Like he's a good fucking rapper. When you see the flex joint, yeah, no, it's I like, know he can rap. They threw the joint. It was like I forgot what beat it was, but he damn near made up a song right there on spot. And I was I'm, like, yo, and was really rapping. And I'm not even trying to. Yeah, I have seen that. Show, I know what you're talking about. And, I and I, like, I'm not even saying. It. Like in a negative connotation, like he stole his flow or whatever, whatever. But I just think it's crazy that a person is getting so much notoriety from this, um, and this trouble, cadence. Man. And like, yeah, trouble been doing that shit. Nobody was on it then. Probably because they can't understand what the fuck trouble be saying. That came back to what I was saying before, yo, about that guy. Like, yo, like, I don't want to say it, but that's plant shit, bro. Like, Nigga came out of nowhere. Mm. You started hearing about him, and it wasn't about music. Yo, we ain't done a plant check in a minute. We haven't. But that's like that's why I Damn, don't want. Should we plant check the baby? <laughs> we can, you know, like because like I said, I heard about him before I even heard the music. I heard about other shit. Yeah. Heard about him shooting the nigga in the Walmart. I heard about niggas trying to G check him in Atlanta on the video shoot. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I seen that video, but I'm like, I've heard none of this nigga's music. And that's not to knock him, because once I heard the music, I'm like, oh, all right. But at the same time, it was a lot of shit before. Then it's like, you're signed when I'm hearing about all this shit. You shooting a nigga in the Walmart, but I'm hearing about you signed. You got a deal already Right. when I look into you. like So to me, that's kind of like, if he was a nigga that wasn't signed and he just shot a nigga in the Walmart, even if it was in the self self-defense, it wouldn't have went that way. Mm-hmm. Okay, impromptu plant check on the baby, right? So it says his, um, he started in 2014, 2015, had one mixtape, and then has another one. He has like four or five mixtapes, right? And then he got his big break after signing to Arnold Taylor, the president of South Coast Music Group label. Like a, basically a production company, looks like, from a radio personality. Um... Yeah, this is kind of sus, yo. Through his deal with South Coast, 
Baby signed a short-lived distribution deal with Rock Nation. When was that? In right. 2018. What? And then all of a sudden, he's on Interscope. Saying, yeah, that's mad social. Like I said, maybe that's because I'll be online and I'll be watching a lot of shit. And, just... and then this another thing. He's had that um label the whole time. A billion dollar baby. How shit. do you get a label with no 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 backing? Yeah, like you Who's who's distributing your label? And why are they giving you a label? Like what have you done? That's what I'm saying. You know what that says to me? Mm. They knew off the rip. Like, yo, this kid's going to be big. Mm-hmm. It's no... Because, like, yo, like it's like you're saying. You come out, got a label deal. Mm-hmm. You got a label deal off the muscle. They don't get that to nobody unless they already figure. Unless you put the groundwork in. Somebody already's vouching for you. Like, nah, this kid's in, in Carolina. He's the shit right now. Mm-hmm. Like, so unless he had Carolina on Smash. You feel what I'm saying? And... You know, they run that Chitlin circuit still down there. You could have the South on Smash yeah. and nobody even know who you are outside of the South. So maybe he would have been doing, he could have been doing that. But still, Chains was doing that. And Chains was already signed. But when he was too, well, before he was two Chains, he did all of that. And he didn't get his label till recently. Mm-hmm. Yo, it's crazy shit, man. We just, you know, uncovered another plant in this goddamn. <laughs> I was just fucking around. Uh, shout out to the baby. I hope you're not a plan, but it appears that you are, bro. Um, so yeah, they said they uh the NBA about to open back up and shit. You think it's too soon now? Yeah, they can do it. It just has to be certain shit like these niggas. You got to get hotels where nobody else is staying. Just these niggas. Yeah, I think what they're what they got to do is um they got to get a hotel. And then are they gonna keep this shit in like one city and just play yeah, all in one so, gym? Well, they haven't gotten that far yet. They're just gonna let the teams go to their practice facilities, I believe. And it'll be a thing like you gotta take your temperature before you get on the court. Yeah. I think you have to wear a mask up until the point you step foot on the court. Right, Which in itself is still kinda weird, but hey man, shout out to y'all. Like if y'all feel He's like that's to, the best thing. I guess they just trying to like yo. They know, like, yo, people in the house. Niggas getting cabin fever. No, them niggas ain't getting paid. That's all that shit is, bro. Right, they're not getting paid and they still got to kick money out. That's the thing that sucks (laughs) about shit like this. But at the same time, y'all make so much fucking money. It's so much fucking money that y'all were making. Like, at the same time, this shouldn't be a problem. This shit hasn't been going on but a couple months. That's what I can't understand. Like, so for these billion, multi-billion yeah. so dollar does that, companies, Does that bro, mean these billionaires are living check to check like anybody else? <laughs> like, because if you hurting at the three months, bro, like... Niggas counting on that ticket months, money. bro, so. like... And I get it, that shit, the, the ticket sales and all of that. The, and it's like another thing is like, yo, they got TV contracts, bro. Mm-hmm. That's the sickest part. So it's like, oh, I, I know they ain't getting paid from that shit. Like TNT ain't kicking out that yeah, bread. They don't ain't. play that shit. If you ain't <laughs> if you ain't on, we ain't paying you shit. ESPN like uh, because that's why the wrestling niggas still gotta do it because they are obligated to. That's because Vince really ain't got it. Like Vince yo, fucked up out here, bro. Yeah, that shit. The XFL over crazy, that quick, bro. Yo. We just got the XFL back like two months ago. <laughs> yeah. 
And this shit's them niggas is bankrupt, Yo, bro. Yo, I be you know I'm tuning in with that shit. It seemed like at any moment, niggas was like, I seen everybody. Oh, pick your team, shit. yo, the XFL. XFL. Nah, yo, this shit folded <laughs> last time, bro. And I was liking that shit last yeah, time. So, right. like this go around, I'm not going. And they had a DC team this time, and yeah. everybody I know from here was like, yo, the DC team. Nah, bro, this shit going. I don't trust this shit just yet. Like I've seen Vince, I've seen the WWE headquarters. It don't look like some shit that you would expect the WWE headquarters to look like. Mm -hmm. You know them random little ass office buildings you'll just see on the highway when you're riding past. Mm -hmm. It's one of them just with the WWE logo stamped on it. Yeah, yeah. The first time I saw that shit was back in the day. It's up in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. Like my uncle truck driving and shit. We rolled past. I'm like, oh shit, this was still still the WWF. I'm like, that's the WWF building? He was like, yeah, I see that shit all the time. I'm like, that shit's mad small. (laughs) That was my first thought. I'm like, I thought this shit would be like, how do Google and all them got these luxurious ass campuses and the WWE not have one? And I seen that was a big thing being said off the rip when all this shit started. It was like, y'all make too much money not to have like a facility on y'all site somewhere where this shit could be still getting done and look and still look good without looking bullshit. Like y'all should have a whole soundstage set up. Well, they kind of do, but that's a that's a different discussion. It's not like it's not like owned by them, but yeah. Well, and that's the thing. They well, should, it kind of is though. They should have that. That shit should be on their campus where it's like. All right, we yeah. keep everybody like his Tyler Perry's talking about opening his shit back up, and he's like, "Yo, you know he has." He's like, "Yo, we're gonna have doctors here, mm-hmm. nurses here. You feel what I'm saying? We're gonna test everybody before they come back, and everybody who's good can come back to work. And we're gonna keep everybody here because it's only gonna." He's like, "Because he has everything right there himself on site, mm-hmm. and he has so much and the money to do it." It's not taking him as long to film shows and shit as, as it is everybody else. Yeah. So he's like, yo, it'll be a couple weeks. We here. We we get everything knocked out. Boom. Y'all can go back home, but we still get everything done. I can pay y'all. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I ain't never been a big fan of his, but like his work. Tyler Perry? Yeah, but the way he moves, yeah, I love it. Yeah, that fucking studio. I love it. Um, like, awesome, like, he said, man. he was like, yo, instead of trying to get a seat at the table, build your own, yo. Like, hang, hang. That's so, like some real shit. <laughs> Chop Watch 2020. No yeah, news. <laughs> no news this week. <laughs> we will be back next week <laughs> with another update on Chop Watch 2020. No chop, as far as we know, he's still locked down. <laughs> um, <laughs> so last week we started a new segment. Now, when we was on the pod, we called it uh, Trill American Holiday. But after we discussed it further, we changed it to Trill American Heroes. It just sounds better, and we gonna market this shit, and we gonna make some 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 money off of that shit. Anyway, uh, this week for Trill American Heroes, I would like to nominate a young madam by the name of Anna Sororkin. Are you familiar? No. All right. Give you a little background here. Anna is a uh, Russian-born fraudster. (laughs) She moved to New York City in 2013 and created the fictitious identity of Anna Delvey, pretending to be a wealthy German Harris. Yo, I think I watched (laughs) this shit on American Greed, bro. Yeah, nigga. (laughs) All right, let's get it. So Anna 
was born uh, a working class satellite town by the name of Moscow. You might have heard of it. Shout out to all my people in Moscow and the Russian Federation. Yeah, I mean, um, in 1991, she was one of two children in the family. Uh, her father was a truck driver. Her mom owned a small store. Uh, family moved to Germany in 2007 when Shorty was 16. Uh, she was described by her classmates as a quiet girl who had a difficult time with the German language. Anna graduated from high school in 2011, moved to London. Uh, then she worked as an intern for public relations when she moved to Paris and was working for the French fashion magazine called Purple. At that time, she started calling herself Anna Delvey. So she moves to New York in 2013 and told her new friends and acquaintances that she had a $60 million trust fund, approximately $82.5 million in 2013 dollars, that was held in overseas banks and would cover her lavish hotel stays and lifestyle. The story about how her family had acquired the money changed multiple times and included having a father who was a diplomat, an oil executive, or a solar panel magnate. Many who knew her as a, as a Harris were told about her attempts to set up an art foundation that was funded by the Family Trust and her plan to lease the historic Church Missions House as a multi-purpose studio and event space. Uh, Sororkin became known for staying in trendy hotels, eating at award-winning restaurants, and regularly visiting spas and salons. That's definitely the one I was looking at on there. Um, she would get her friends and traveling companions to pay large amounts, if not the entire amount, for the trips that they <laughs> took together, claiming that she had checked her wallet with her luggage or guilting the friends into covering the cost when her credit card would be declined. Many others didn't see the red flags when they were asked to pay for things, as Rorkin would claim that she had, a, she had difficulty moving her assets from overseas and would laugh it off as forgetfulness when they would uh, hound her to pay them back. So, in 2017, Sororkin was arrested on six charges of grand larceny for allegedly scamming uh, New York City business acquaintances and several hotels. According to the Manhattan's district attorney's office, the thefts totaled $275,000. Uh, 2018, she went to criminal court and rejected the plea deal because she would have got deported back to Germany. So she decides to go to trial. And Sororkin was found guilty of second degree larceny, theft of services, and one count of first degree attempted grand larceny. She was found not guilty on another charge of attempted grand larceny in the first degree for an attempted $22 million loan she tried to pr procure. And the charge of theft for six, 60000 for a trip to Morocco. Right. And ICE deported her ass anyway. I remember when Grand on uh, American Greed, they when they went to Morocco, mm -hmm. they was out there like filming like a documentary, some bullshit she was trying to do. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And it's like yo, they out there going like big bread, like villas, all that. Guess what? She was locked up during the trial. Huh? Rikers Island. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Island. <laughs> yo, that's bananas. So she would basically take like take like baller ass trips. And then they would get there. She'd be like, oh, shit, I can't find my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> and, yo, the craziest part, I say it all the time about these scammers, yo, uh, is just because 
they have the appearance that they have it. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers do it thinking, oh, yo, they got me. You feel what I'm saying? Because they look like they put on this front like they got it. Like, right, yeah. Could you really trust a bitch that look like No. That? She's and totally going to be the cover this week, too. Right, yo. <laughs> so. So, yeah, yo. That's nuts. Start paying for your own shit, man. And don't get frauded by a little white chick in glasses that looks like uh, a frumpy-ass bitch anyway. Like, how do you pull that off, yo? Yeah, gullible people, yeah. My family has money. All right, son. So, shout out to Anna uh, Delvey. This week's Trill American Hero. And I'm going to hold back on mine this week. It's I'm cool, it's cool. Yeah, week. yeah, yeah. Because I ain't even, even think about all of the scammers and shit. I didn't yeah, bro. There's so many that, angles yeah. you could take with that shit, yo. I was like, yo. Because I've definitely sat and I told you American Greed is my shit. So I sit in there and oh, watch yeah, that shit. Oh, yeah, definitely get some of them I watch, like, my wife be like, how do you watch it? Because I'm like, yo, white collar crime. Mm-hmm. It's just, it just, for some reason, that shit intrigues me. I don't know why. I'm like, yo, if I'm going to go to jail, I want to go to jail for that kind of shit. Knock on wood. It's not saying I'm going to go to jail, but yeah. that's the type. Of, don't I don't want to go to jail for no petty shit. These motherfuckers be stealing millions. Like, <laughs> I at least want to be like, they be like, what you in here for? Man, I stole like fucking 100 million from some niggas, man. Like, and made I it look, still and made got it look, 50 stacks. made it look clean. And like, it was looking like I, I was running a business the whole time. Like, that's the type of shit. Like you, you, there was a dude from here. Matter of fact, that's what I'm gonna do next week. Yo, the dude from here. <laughs> <I ain't> bet. <laughs> that's I'm gonna, gonna be good. Yo. Niggas gonna be mad at me, but I gotta do him because that was some legendary shit. Yeah. When I read, when I heard about it, yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah, we'll um, do that next week. <laughs> who's, your, who's your MVP of the week, yo? Yo, for this week, as much as I hate to say it, man, the boy, yo, man's down six guy. He okay. dropped that shit out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and you know it's gonna go number one, like because it's, it's him. Like I haven't even heard the shit. I didn't even because I looked at it, it was like I listened to the joint with Fabio. Mm-hmm. That was a cool joint, but it's like and what my homeboy say, he was like, "Yo, Drake's giving you all all his vibes that he has, all his alter egos. Mm-hmm. He gave you on here." Is Drake drilling on that one? Yeah, he got a couple joints on that. He's drilling on that, yo. The joint war, his first one that he did. Like, that's on here. Because I remember, like, when it came out, niggas was like, the war joint came out on Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, this video, like, the video makes it look, when you hit, I saw it with the video. Mm-hmm. So, you like, oh, shit. Drake took man's dump to the fucking... Ski Lodge and shit. <laughs> yeah. These niggas out here, you know, these is not these do not look like the niggas I wanna run into when I'm out on the slopes. <laughs> if you look that video up, yeah. like these niggas is like just out there Definitely smoking blunts and shit. Unsavory characters. <laughs> right. I'm like, yo, these they got dots in the ski house and shit. Nah, this don't look like the niggas. Don't catch uh I don't wanna be skiing and I see man's them on snowboards <laughs> and shit. Right. Yeah. Like look at um, this, look at the cover, like yeah, the cover. I was oh like, shit, Whoa. I didn't even niggas are doing the motion, like niggas trying. I'm gonna say everybody this, Uzi started that shit, yeah, the motion graphic yeah. shit. You said that shit a couple weeks ago. That's just crazy, now everybody doing it. Is it? But it's only on title though, man. I guess I don't know. Yeah. I guess title's the only one he quit for. Yeah, my Spotify. Don't he got a new Chris Brown on there. Or maybe it's a satin I gotta do. Anyway, uh, my MVP of the week 
is gonna be uh I don't know yo. I don't fuck uh fucking Mike Dean because Mike Dean is just a fucking man. Shout out Mike Dean. And half of you motherfuckers didn't even know who Mike Dean was before you listened to this. So we educated your bitch ass today. Yeah, that's man. true, man. Like unless you really in the <clears throat> only people I really know that fuck that know who Mike Dean uh like producing niggas and mm-hmm. niggas that's really into the music shit. So You hear what happened at Eminem Crib? Nah. Yeah. Uh, apparently his security guard, his live in security guard was asleep and someone broke into the crib. And the only reason they got caught is because um, Eminem was like downstairs or something. <laughs> and Nigga like, was downstairs getting water in the middle yeah, of the night. And like. he had like an interaction with the person and um, he yelled until the. Sec- <laughs> 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 that sounds so funny just saying. He yelled until the security guard got up and restrained the fella. Yo, so hold up. What kind of like break in robber artist are you that. <laughs> I catch you in my shit and I got enough time to just keep screaming (laughs) (laughs) until my security guy wakes up. There's hold Eminem. Why you ain't just like swing on the nigga or something like if he's that much of a, like if he's that soft that he's going to let you stand there and scream till your security comes, you could have took him yourself. But I get it better safe than sorry. Nigga might've had a gun. Eminem like, hey, I don't feel like it's my time to go yet. So, Yo, have you seen that dude painting uh, murals of 50 Cent as yeah. uh, cartoon characters and shit? Shout out to that guy. That's my MVP of the week. You know? <laughs> Whoever that guy is, yo. Because 50, 50 can't do nothing with him. I don't think he's, like, shitting on him, though. I just think he's trying to be funny, you feel me? Yeah. But you know 50. Yeah, he's going to find that nigga. Right. Gonna make his life a living hell. Oh, some dude named L- Lush Lush. <laughs> <laughs> yo, it's literally uh, Lush sucks. Yo, it's L U S H S U X. Oh, it's from Australia. Cause what's his name? What's the dude? Punch said that shit. He was like, yo, he's like if Fifty has a good twenty four hours to lock in on you, mm-hmm. like, oh yeah. He's like, you gonna catch it. You going down this it's week's motherfucking fact check podcast top ten playlist volume nine. We got Mac Miller, Nikes on my feet, Westside hey. Gun, Conway and Benny, George Bondo. That's my shit. Uh, Mozzie, Boys to Men, Run the Jewels, Ooh La La, Kevin Gates, Still Hold Up, Blade Brown featuring Gigs, Blocks Hot, T Grizzly, I Spy, uh, Rumor Dealer. Mozzie overcame and currency and Freddie Gibbs reduced by the Alchemist Saturday night special. You can follow me on Instagram at Baltimore Bucho. Instagram at four one oh Fonzie man. The email is MDMA Lifestyle at gmail dot com. The website is www.mdm Yeah, man. Anything else you want to uh, say before we get the fuck up out of here, man? Nah, yeah, I'm good. Good show, yo. We appreciate y'all listening. Fact Check Podcast, episode 13, in your asshole. Tap in, yeah. dude. I got dollars on my blogger. Serve it to my blogger. Yeah, that's my blogger. To my blogger. Crazy, crazy. Pray the Lord on my shoulder. She be praying.
look at my world Diamond on my block All we got is white girl All we got is choppers All you hear is choppers All we see is choppers That's my light on my blocker Dope boy to the rescue Bad bitches get the best view A lot of money just floating around All them hoes feeling special Whoa, I know the rent due Fuck me right and it's sent through Third time you done used the line God damn she a pimp too Teamwork make the dream work All my niggas didn't seem work All my niggas ain't make it through So much death that my dreams hurt Where I'm from we go crazy with them choppers Selling dope going diamond on my block I, 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 I got diamonds on my blogger Serve it to my blogger Yeah that's my blogger To my blogger 